The following conversation is with Christian Calcano, Magic Pro and poker player. This is the second time I had Christian or Calc on the show off of Pro Tour Barcelona where he finished in the top eight. This is his second Pro Tour top eight. I hope you enjoy. If you like to support what I do, please consider supporting Humans of Magic, patreon.com slash humansofmagic. For as little as $2 a month, you can give me the power to keep cranking out new episodes with your favorite magic people. Patreon link is in the description. Thank you for the support. Whether it's Patreon or otherwise, I appreciate it a great deal. Now, without further ado, this is Christian Calcano. Christian Calcano, what is up, my man? What's good? How you doing? Uh, good, good. Excited to talk to you. Um, I excited am... to be here. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm glad that you're excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to you, and yeah. I think you just had a. This is like your evening, right? So you probably had a long day already. I think I really appreciate you uh, mm-hmm. doing this after a long day of whatever it is you're doing. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's um, you know, it's a uh, late night here in New York, and uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, I'm doing good. <laughs> I can I assume that you're a night person. You're just you're like a night owl, well, or are you yeah, a person? for the most part. Although you know, lately it's been a mix of both, especially yeah. like when I have to work early or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a while since you came back from Barcelona, right? So the jet lag and all that stuff is all fully adjusted? Yeah, yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah, I got back, uh, I guess, like, what, like, two to three weeks ago now? So, yeah, it's, you know, it's been, I've had to adjust back to not just the time zone, but just, like, the life here. Especially just because, like, before Barcelona, I was gone. I was gone for, like, I want to say a month and a half already. So I wasn't even home much. So basically, I just had to, like, you know, just uh, get back into the groove of things here and, like, go back to work and all that stuff. So, yeah. For sure. So uh, big congrats, uh, belated congrats on Thank you. PT Lord of the Rings, uh, yeah. PT Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also understand you had an epic... Um, this is your second second PT Top 8, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Number two. Number two, and uh, but I also understand you had a pretty amazing trip afterwards. I think that's smart, right? It's to do the vacation after the event so that there's less on your mind because the event is already finished. Like, tell me about that that trip and where did you, where in Europe did you end up uh, traveling to? Yeah, I mean, I stayed in Spain, and me and my good friend Lee Shi Tian from from Hong Kong, who I hadn't seen in so long, uh, we were you know we were testing partners and friends for pretty much like the like three years before uh, like the MPL, you could say, and before the pandemic hit. So, you know, we like had like lost touch a bunch, but then like for this Pro Tour, it was like the Pro Tour he used his Hall of Fame invite on, and like we ended up on the same team again. So I was like super excited for that. And then uh, when I mentioned to him that I was interested in going outside of, you know, like other parts of Spain, he was super interested in as well, so it was just me and him, like, together, and we went to, we went to a city called Zaragoza, which is uh, an hour and a half outside of Barcelona, and we, like, spent a night there, and, you know, it's not, it's not a huge town, so we were able to see a lot of the sites there, which was really cool, and then from there, we went to Malaga, which is in the south, near uh, Gibraltar, and it's on the Mediterranean, and it was just a beautiful place, like, amazing food, like, great beaches like it was just a amazing time and i got to like hang out with like the local magic players that i know from there like they one of them invited me to to his place and a bunch of other friends there to like play cube so that was cool and like he cooked this like this amazing paella which is you know like one of the one of the like famous spanish dishes and yeah it was just uh it was just awesome and and me and Lee also, we did some sightseeing, and we got to see, like, uh, the cool, like, castle that's in town. And, yeah, it was just, uh, you know, it was a good time. I understand this is not the first rodeo for you in Spain, right? Because you mentioned going to Barcelona a whole bunch of times. But these two cities, were they first-time visits for you? Yeah, no, those were first-time, but I've been to Spain many times. Like, I've been to... I've mostly only been to the major cities because that's where all the magic tournaments have been. So like back in the day when they've had Grand Prix and Pro Tours there, like I've been so I've been to Barcelona like I think five times maybe. I've been to Madrid like three or four times. I've been to Valencia a couple of times and 
And then there was a pro tour in Bilbao, which I went to, which was cool, which I took the opportunity to go visit uh, another city up there called Donostia, which is like near the French border in the Basque country. And that was that was that was like in 2018. And, you know, and I had a friend who, who lived there as well. So, like, you know, it was just cool to get to, like, see these places that I wouldn't be able to normally go to otherwise, uh, you know, especially and, you know, take that take the extra time because especially like when I was much younger, like I pretty much like never had time to like do much sightseeing, especially like at the Grand Prix, you know, because like it, for the Pro Tours, I would always take off like a couple of weeks because we would get there early. We would test, test in person, etc. And then sometimes I would stay like a few days after, but like now that I'm older, like, you know, I've been trying to, like, do more of the sightseeing part of things that I didn't get to do as much before. So, so yeah, it was, you know, it's that's what I try to do now when I when I go to these, like, much bigger events. So it was nice. Yeah. And how's Lee? <laughs> Lee's doing good? Yeah, yeah, he's doing great, honestly. Like, he, you know, he's, like, looking pretty healthy, like, lost a bunch of weight. And, you know, it was just, it was also, you know, it was just really cool to hang out with him and test again and, like... You know, he's always been, he was always, like, uh, one of the players, like, he was the leader of our team back in the day, and, yeah, like, uh, you know, he's still, like, the same old Lee, he still has, like, that great, uh, like, metagame, you know, prediction, like, he still just, like, watches our games, and, like, he, you know, he, he, he was a big part of my success this weekend, I feel, of that weekend in Barcelona, because, you know, he, uh, like, when I was still, like, trying to decide decks he just like he just instilled a lot of confidence in me to play tron and and it was like you know having like no like having been with him all those times before and like i would follow him so many times like i would follow his you know his metagame read his decision like you know his deck choices not like 100 percent of the time but you know when i get that vote of confidence from him yeah, it, it just made me feel so, so much more like comfortable and like, you know, just like uh, I was just excited to play. So, and yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. Tell me a, a bit about that. Just kind of the, the trust you develop with um, certain folks, right? Like just, just mm -hmm. in terms of like, you've been battling or preparing with them for all these years and mm -hmm. like, it, would you say Lee is like probably among the top of like folks that you trust from a magic testing or a preparation perspective? Yeah, I mean like you know I trust all my teammates honestly like because I just in general like I feel like I've been able to learn from pretty much like all the magic players I've ever really like interacted with or played a game against or just talked about magic with etc. But like you know when it comes to like you know preparing for these events together and like like he you know like guys like lee andrea javier dominguez uh you know those players who you know i played with all those years like it you know like those were the guys that uh you know i really like like i leaned on them for advice and you know and like we would we would just like go back and forth and like you know they would like break everything down for me and yeah like it's just it's you know they're they're the best they're definitely the best players of my time you know and like of the last like decade you could say so yeah like uh you know i trust those guys a lot and uh you know i'm happy that i get to work that i got to work with some of them as well for for this last one and you know also like some other old friends like a good friend uh, tony martos from spain you know zen takahashi was also like on the old team and and i got to meet a bunch of new you know talented players as well who are you know just coming on the scene like some of them have been around for a little bit already although i wasn't personally like uh i wasn't really that involved in magic over these last few years like, you know, like over the pandemic and stuff. And I know some of them have like some impressive uh, online resumes. Like, uh, for example, there's a player called uh, uh, Beekeeper from from the UK, Sean Goddard, who's also he's uh, he's on our team as well. And, you know, I was very impressed by him. And uh, there's a few others as well. And, yeah, it's uh, it's cool to get to, you know, interact with like you know, the younger generation of Magic players and, like, now, because I used to be, especially, like, on that team with uh, 
the mint card guys with Lee in them. Like I was, you know, one of the more younger players back in the day, and like now, I'm one of the, you know, one of one of the older guys now. So, you know, it's a uh, it's a new thing, and it's cool. And uh, but overall, you know, it's still magic, and you know, it's still the pro tour, and like everyone, everyone is good. Like I, I have like immense respect for you know, all the players on my team, all the players, like, that I'm competing against, just because, like, uh, like, it's just, it's, uh, you know, like, you, no one gets there by accident, you know, it's just, uh, like, yeah, you have to run good, of course, like, I know I got, I got very lucky myself, because I didn't, you know, I didn't think that, uh, especially, like, at the beginning of the year, like, how things were going, and with magic and stuff, and I was just kind of trying to get back into it, and, see how, you know, like, oh, maybe I can go to this event here, go to this event there, and kind of see if I feel the same things from before, like, if I enjoy it on the same level, but I never expected, you know, to, to go from that to, like, qualifying, and then having, like, my best finish ever, so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's great to be playing Magic again. <laughs> hey, man, these kind of things are just blessings, right? Sometimes you just... I think sometimes life's like that. Like if you yeah. try to plan for it too much, you sometimes just end up disappointed or not hitting your goals. And sometimes you just have to, I know you're into poker, like just mm -hmm. use the analogy, let the chips fall where they, yeah. they may, right? No, exactly. And like, I feel like, especially like earlier in my magic career, I definitely like, I feel like that was like a big issue for me is like, you know, like trying to break through and like, you know, get onto the pro tour and, uh, and then, like, you know, stay on, like, qualify for more stuff and, you know, try and be playing all the high-level events and stuff and, 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 you know, try and test a bunch. And, yeah, it's, like, you know, it's, like, easy to burn yourself out and, you know, and it's, you know, it can be tough to, like, take some brutal losses, like, when you care so much and, you know, you, you know, you try so hard and stuff. But, and whereas, like, now, you know, now I'm just, like, I don't know, I guess I don't have, like, that pressure to perform, like, yeah, like, I, I still want to play, I want to play well, and I want to play my best, but, like, you know, like, now, like, the losses don't, they just don't hit me that hard anymore, um, you know, I still, you know, like, we all want to win, and, you know, definitely, you know, sucks to lose in certain spots, but, you know, overall, like, I, I feel, I feel like now I'm just much, much more, kind of like uh i don't really worry too much about like you know winning or losing i just kind of try to focus on on the games and or like the hand i'm playing in poker or whatnot and just like you say like like the chips fall where they may you know and uh you know it's been uh i feel like uh it was a great mindset to be in like playing in the pro tour like i just like yeah i was nervous and in, in a lot of spots but you know, I was kind of just, I don't know, I felt lucky to have, I guess you could say, like, you know, it's like, a, I, I don't know, I, I I don't know where I heard this from, I, I know it was like, I think it might have been like, someone in tennis, I think, I don't know, it was like, they said something like, uh, like, you know, being nervous is a privilege, or like, being under pressure is a privilege, basically, like, so, you know, I, I, I just felt lucky and happy, that I was like playing, playing on the pro tour again, and yeah, I, mean, I even saw like one of, one of the guys uh, that I lost to in the finals of a PTQ for that for like this last pro tour. Like, oh. we, we played in Minneapolis. He beat me in the finals, and it, like after that is when I went to back to Europe and qualified through the regional. But like r the morning of of the draft, I saw him. He was like a pot over for me, and he sees me, and he's like, "Oh, you made it!" And I was like, "Yeah, man, we're here," <laughs> you know. So it was, <laughs> it was cool. It you know, it was cool to see him, and uh, mm -hmm. and yeah, it was you know, I was just the whole weekend, like even 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 in Toppy, like I was just you know, hey, I'm here, I'm happy, like let's play Magic, and mm -hmm. and yeah, let's see what happens. So. Mm -hmm. How do you think this mindset of yours changed? Do you think it's just getting older, experience? Is it the fact that you've proved yourself, proven yourself in past events? Like, how do you get, how does that change from, you know, maybe a 20-something-year-old Christian Calcano who really, really wants to try hard and prove himself to where you are at now? Um, 
yeah it's i don't know like uh, i guess just like i don't know i guess you could say just like being battle hardened because i mean i've literally played I, like it, I, I like I have no idea how many tournaments I've played in my life. Like you know, from all levels, like local level all the way to the top. But like it's got to be like I don't know, over like six hundred or something. Just like, lose count, right? Like like yeah. like I mean, it's you know, it's hard to know. But like I know I've you know I've played infinite tournaments. I've played all over the world. Like you know, I've played against all different kinds of players. And <laughs> and yeah, I just uh, I don't know. It's just like uh, I just feel like. Uh, yeah, like, like you getting... just built up this confidence, kind of, or no, it's not even actually. I, I, I don't have much of that confidence to like you know just go out there and just you know crush a tournament or whatever. Not, not, not to say that like I don't think I can do it or I don't believe I can do it, but like I just you know I just don't have that expectation. I just like uh, I don't know. I just like uh, I just don't really think about that stuff anymore. Uh. uh I don't really know. I mean, I guess, like, maybe poker helped with that as well, just because, like, in poker, like, it's it's just so easy to be results-oriented with, like, literally, like, every decision you make. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, that was, you know, that's a, I'm sure that's a big thing. I mean, I know that's a big thing in Magic, too, that people, like, you know, struggle with and stuff like that. And not to say that, like, results, like, don't matter at all. It's just that, like, uh, you know, it's just when... I guess, like, when you're results-oriented to the point where, like, you know, like, it ruins the experience and you you don't take away anything from the games or whatnot. That's another thing, like, I, you know, I, like, the, there's times I just, like, I lose a game or a match and, you know, I might stay there for a bit and just kind of, like, think about, like, while the game's, like, fresh in my mind, think about, like, certain turns, like, you know, what I could have done wrong, what I could have done differently or whatever, what went wrong, stuff like that, and... And yeah, I just, you know, I just don't really, I'm like, I want to win, but then, like, if I don't win, it's okay as well. And, like, that that was, like, very liberating, honestly. It's okay to not win, because that's what the game is like, whether it's uh, poker or magic. But on the flip side, does that mean that when you do win... (laughs) That feels good. <laughs> you also feel it less. Does it feel does it feel less good because you're 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 kind of like uh you know kind of level setting your expectations? Yeah, yeah. No, on some level, on some level, yeah. Um, cause uh, you know, like especially in poker too. Like, uh, I try to be like even keel, and, and there is like some level, you know, at least like some level of concern for me in the sense that like. Uh, you know, I, like, I guess, because, like, I think, like, you know, I think showing emotion is good, and, and, you know, having that emotion is good, I just, uh, I don't know, it's more, it's more of a sense of, like, like, whether it's positive emotion or negative emotion, like, I just, like, uh, I just try my best to, like, not let that influence, like, you know, any of my, like any of my games because i just like i know like, i'm sure other people can, can can you know have experienced something like this before where it's like you know like you make a big mistake or something and you know you get really upset and like you kind of just like throw throw the game away like you just like concede or you just you know you just like like your mistakes compound and you make another mistake another and it's like snowballs out of control and stuff or like you know, like, I'll be like, oh, man, that was dumb, I concede, and then I'll look at the top card, and, like, I'll be like, oh, man, that was an out, you know, like, what am I doing? I had a chance. So, yeah. You know, stuff like that, and it's just like, yeah, just, uh, I don't know, like, learning, I guess it's like, it's, it's just, I guess, something, I guess, like, you just kind of have to, like, learn how to manage or whatnot, but, um, but how yeah. How good are you at dealing with tilt? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say, like, pretty good now, just because, like, I don't really, I don't know, I don't really, I don't really, like, I mean, I I feel like, I feel like, I mean, I I tell, but, like, it's, it's like a moment in time, and you just get over it, kind (laughs) of, or I try to, at least, you know, like, like, yeah, like, I mean, I I know I've, like, made a mistake, like, there have been times that, like, I'll make a mistake, and I'll be like, oh, damn, you know, like, Oh, that was so dumb. Like, why did I do this, et cetera, et cetera? And then, like, I just kind of like, 
I don't know, I kind of just like, you know, like in my head, just kind of like try and like, you know, get a grip of myself and just kind of be like, all right, okay, like calm down, you know, that sucks, but like we're here now, because I know I think like, uh, if not, like I think Brad, Brad Nelson told me this once, or he like talked about it openly once or whatnot about like, you know, about doing a mistake, making a mistake like that, and like, thinking to myself, like, okay, like, how do I win from this point now? Like, like, what do I have to do right now to, like, win this game, you know? And, you know, I took that to heart, and I've tried to do just that, like, whenever I found myself in a situation like that, where, like, I, I, like, made a mistake, and basically just, like, just try to make, like, try your best to make sure that, like, all right, I made a mistake, but, like, I'm not making another one, you know? And, you know, just try your best from there, so. Yeah. So uh, that's a really good, this is really good context because I'm going to ask you something that uh, just, just again, what's going through your mind as you go through the top eight of the PT? Because uh, obviously, as you said, you trust the decision of the team, you trust the, the deck. You had mentioned already that you weren't the most familiar with the modern format, but you kind of, uh, you kind of have some advantages because just one being a, a very skilled magic player and having done it before. But as you go into the top eight, and maybe even like beyond the top eight, as you go into the final, like what what's on your mind? Are you thinking like, I need to win, I need to like win this pro tour? Like I like, do you have no expectations? Like what 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 exactly is your thought process? Because I know as a Magic player, we sometimes have this, I don't want to call it a trap, but it's just this this mindset where you get close to something and you're just like. I need to take this home. And if I don't get first, it's going to be a disappointment. I've certainly felt it. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, what's going through your mind at that time? Yeah, I mean, yeah, walking into the hall that day, you know, like, saw some friends, like, you know, got to chat a little bit. And then I saw, like, my teammates, and, like, we went over, like, some, some sideboarding decisions for, for, like, the top eight. And, you know, I saw some friends who also helped me out a little bit with that. And, and yeah, but, like, going into the match, like, you know, I'm playing against Kai Buda in the in the quarters, which was crazy because, you know, I, I was, like, I mentioned on coverage how, you know, I, uh, I've i always wanted to play against him. He was, like, one of the few players, you know, from, from back in the day who, who dominated the game that I never got to play against. So, yeah, different era. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, because he was, you know, because I wasn't – I didn't qualify – for the pro tour until like years and years and years after he was already done playing. So, you know, getting that opportunity, like I was just like really excited for that. And, but at the same time, you know, I was like, you know, I still understood like, okay, like, you know, like it, it's weird. Like, I, like I knew it was like a big moment, but it was kind of like, it, I wasn't really thinking so much about like the moment and just like, all right, let's play. You know, <laughs> let's play. Let's play some if you're, magic. If you're thinking too much about the other stuff, like you yeah. can't function, right? That's, that's yeah. And like, um, yeah, like uh, you know, everyone, like a lot of, like I knew, I knew the matchup was good, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's magic. Anything can happen. Like, it's also a matchup I struggled with in testing, even though it's a good matchup for Tron, uh, the Rhinos matchup. Uh, I know when I was when I was playing against one of my teammates, like he was he was just crushing me all the time. Like I and like after like you know those we didn't play the, I didn't play that many games against that deck, but the games I did play were like you know huge for me to like like learn how to play and and like actually like because I ended up playing against it in the Swiss once and then in the top eight and and I just felt like you know I didn't drop a game so that was that was that was nice. So I felt like that, you know, that limited testing was still big for me. And uh, I understood anything could happen, but, like, I was just ready to play. And I was just ready to, you know, play my best and just hope for the best. And, you know, it, it went about as good as I could have hoped. I just, you know, I won 3-0 and didn't really have much of a sweat, I feel like, at any point in the match. So so that was just very fortunate. It was also lucky that he, he, had, to, he had to mulligan a lot, which is you know, very bad for his deck, the, the, the Rhinos deck. So, you know, just like kind of everything went perfectly and I didn't really have to, you know, I just, I just played magic basically and didn't think much of it. And, uh, yeah, so that was nice. And then, you know, from there, then it was the top four and Simon. 
and that was a completely different story. <laughs> I, I I watched both of you. I, I watched was, all of your run through the top eight, by the way. So yeah, I was I was it, sweating there with you. It so. was like the thing is like, like even even like in testing when I asked, I was like, should we play any mirrors? They were just like, no, like you just you know. It's not like the happen. mirror is easy, you just like you just make Tron and you win or whatever. But like that wasn't the case <laughs> at all. Like, cause you know, like the that game was complex. The games where like neither player has Tron are just really hard, and I had like no idea what was going on. Like I had no idea what I was doing. It was it was crazy. Like I, I like I could you know, and that was like you know I know like you know it's like imagine like you know. It's hard sometimes to like not tilt off when you make one mistake, but like in that match, I made like <laughs> I made like twenty mistakes. You know, Sequence. it was it was yeah. everything was just like I don't know, like you know, it was like a mix of nerves of like you know not being, you know, like not really having any conviction with like one player or another or whatever, and like you know, it was just like I was just grinding away basically and just trying my best to like make the best play possible and even if i didn't like it was like all right whatever <laughs> like just keep keep going until it's over man and like you know i managed to pull it out somehow and it was it was i was just like wow like i just couldn't believe it honestly it was just uh it was definitely like probably the craziest match of the weekend i think was against simon in that top four so mm -hmm. so yeah that was you know that was cool and then you know once we got to the finals and i played against jake who I had played against uh, on day two in draft, and I beat him. And but you know, I'm up against the the Rakdos deck, which is, you know, basically like the deck where everyone felt like, oh, no one's gonna play Tron at this tournament because it has a bad matchup against Rakdos. But you know, like our team didn't feel like, you know, like our like basically like. Uh, me and Tony, we we played a ton of games. Like I played the Rakdos side because that was the deck that I was like interested in playing, like going into testing. And he was playing the Tron side because he was he was all he was the one who told me like, hey, Kyle, I think we should play Tron. I think it's really good. Like people people don't understand. Like the deck's completely different now. The one ring is broken. Like it, it solves everything. So like, you you almost wanted to show him like Rakdos is gonna come out on top in your testing, right? Well, well, not not so much show him, but like we we needed to we needed to like figure it out. We're like, all right. Everyone yeah, says like this matchup's bad. Like let's let's play and let and let's see like you know let's see what the deal is. And basically like whoever was on the play won for like almost all the games. And you know we played some sideboard as well and it was like kind of like more of the same. So we kind of felt like hey like this isn't so bad. Like like yeah turn one fury sucks but you know other than that like you know it's okay. Like 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 not like unfavorable but 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 acceptable given the fact that like we feel we felt that like every other matchup was really good and like the matchups that were like the worst like burn and stuff were decks that we didn't expect to be popular at all uh and that's pretty much how it played out uh you know uh the, the second most played deck was four color control and like the third most played deck was uh team of rhinos and you know both of those matchups were pretty good and like, mm -hmm. luckily for me, I only played against one Rakdos in the Swiss, and I managed to win. And then, you know, lost to a, a black green Yogmoff deck, which is a deck that like I didn't even play against in testing. Like I had, I lost to like a. Oh, it was just uh, so off the radar for you. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I knew it was one of the top decks, but it was like, like I just had like no no reps against this. I played I played against a player from China who was really good. Um. I think his name was G, if I'm not mistaken, like Zhao, uh, like Zhao G, I think, or I might, I, I'm, I'm not sure, um, but, but yeah, he just farmed me with, with, with Yogg mm -hmm. and, uh, but no, but then the rest of my matchups were mostly all four color and, and rhinos, so like, you know, I was good matchups. Yeah, yeah, it was just, I was just lucky, honestly, in that regard. So, so yeah, and then, but then you know, the finals, like playing against Jake. Uh, I knew, you know, I, I like felt that it would be close and I actually felt Is there more pressure that you put on yourself because now you're like, I'm this close to being the champion here. Yeah. Um, and I, I had just survived like Simon. So it was, yeah, like, you know, is I, there's some idea, like there's some like 
magic gods on your side or something? I have no idea. Well, I mean, you know, it, 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 it was hard not to think about, like, uh, you know, the fact that, like, all right, like, you know, this is it. <laughs> like, you know, you're, you're, you're in the finals, like, like the winner, the winner is going to be a pro tour champion, you know, and I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'll be hundred percent honest. I'm like shuffling my deck. And I just peek over and I just see like the trophy looking back at me and I'm just like Alright, Cal That's my stop looking at the trophy <laughs> You know, just like just like try and play and you know, just uh you know, just mm-hmm. just do your best you know, just do your best and that's what I did and you know, I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't come out on top, but it was like honestly like I the th- chips fall really like, li- right? literally I swear the only, the only time, the only point where I, I, I genuinely felt like a sense of disappointment for not winning was when I realized that I lost my chance of, of getting like the, the, the anime, like, you know, portrait from like the Japanese, like magic Twitter that they do for every winner. <laughs> yeah. The... Yeah. yeah. Like that's, yeah, yeah. that's one of my absolute, like, Missed out. That's like one of my fa- like that's one of my favorite things in Magic. Honestly, is when they when they when they like it's always for like uh like the winner of any top premier event like Pro Tour champion, World champion. They did it for like the the Team World Magic Cup stuff like and all those tournaments like that. And uh, you know, I always I just always thought it was so cool. Like I really love Japan and the culture there and everything. So mm-hmm. I've like wanted one of those like for so long. So I hope that <laughs> like luckily I get four I get four more tries. Because uh, I, yeah. I got Worlds coming up next month, and then I have three Pro Tours next year. So I have four more tries yeah. to get my anime, you know, portrait. So forget the Invitational card. I just, yeah. You just want your anime likeness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the Invitational card would be pretty cool too, though. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's just crazy that uh, that I find myself in this situation now. So I'm just kind of, you know, I'm enjoying it, and... Uh, I'm like nervous about you know all of this just because it's honestly like on some level even though like I've like this isn't like you know like I said it's my second top eight I've played you know you know dozens and you know I've played many many pro tours over the last twelve plus years uh, but yeah it's like I don't know it kind of just feels like uh, I don't know if we, we it's weird if it just kind of feels like uh, like another kind of like uh, like it's kind of like I'm starting all over again from from nothing, you know. And uh, it's just cool to it's just cool to be back in the game playing playing against the best, you know. Yeah, I mean, I love to talk about that a little bit because, um, you know, I I I feel like one of the big reasons I wanted to talk to you was just because you've lived the complete magic grinder lifestyle, right? So, like for the last I want to say decade. Because, and you went through all the ups and downs of, you know, what was Magic going to be during COVID, uh, NPL, post-NPL, when they said pro play was not going to be a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. And then this thing just kind of falling on everybody's laps, like, oh, there's going to be a pro tour again. And I know in the past, you've talked about how you've been sort of trying to balance or hedge different passions of yours right it's like there's magic there's poker there's different things mm-hmm. you're you're naturally a competitive person and i think you had mentioned in the past like it was almost a a silver lining that they just said there wasn't going to be any more like pro play because it, it allowed you maybe to clarify where you needed to go but then now this year like this thing comes back yeah or last year this thing comes back like how do you feel about everything because it must be like a lot of mixed signals and emotions. I have to guess, right? Yeah, no, it it certainly has been. Um, so, you know, like, I guess we can so we can go back to like the MPL, right? So like, when the MPL when the MPL started, uh, you know, I, it was like effectively like my last year on the Pro Tour because they still they they had like the Mythic Championships, which which were you know they were Pro Tours, like, you know, everyone. I mean, they, they were the same exact structure as a Pro Tour. So they were just basically Pro Tours with a different name. So that was, you know, and, you know, I got to play out those tournaments. But it, it just felt so weird because, like, 
that's like the year that like my my testing team pretty much like dissolved and you know like the the, the like the things that really excited me about the pro tour like you know it just kind of felt like it just kind of felt like you know like all my friends who were you know the 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 guys I played alongside with all that time, all of a sudden now they were just like elevated to like this, this different like they were just like playing a different game than us, effectively, and uh, so like you know for that like like their incentive was to kind of like consolidate like into like small teams amongst like themselves like you know because like they had to like grind for like the MPL splits and all that other you know whatever whatever it is that they you know they had to play uh during that time and yeah it just felt kind of like i don't know i, I just kind of like obviously like it's not like uh i was owed anything or or whatnot you know like and obviously like not just me like i just mean like kind of like every pretty much everyone who ended up on the outside looking in it just like kind of felt it just if it, it, it was very like uh i don't know like uh deflating to like be on the pro tour all those years and be playing and, and competing and like you know doing well enough to like requalify and stuff and then having like one of my best years ever which was the year that i qualified for worlds and i top eight at the pro tour and then top 16 right after that that was when i yeah when i top eight at Amonkhet and then and then top 16 kyoto and then i found myself like my best year ever and at a time when i was like looking to kind of step back more from magic to like kind of like uh <laughs> like deal with like uh my finances and stuff kind of get like my life in order and and yeah I just had like the best year I did and and you know going to worlds is really cool and then but like you know I didn't want that success to like get in the way of like me kind of like making sure that like you know I I could kind of like better my like at home situation so even though I had that success I didn't like you know I didn't I didn't I didn't like go okay I'm gonna all right I'm back on you know I'm back on top like I'm gonna just start playing a ton again like I didn't do that like whereas you know before like for the better part of like you know the the 2010s I was playing pretty much every Grand Prix in the world like I was I was going everywhere. I, I was playing like 20 Grand Prix a year for many years in a row, just like chasing pro points and stuff. And you know, I didn't, I didn't make money doing that. Like I lost a bunch of money doing that. And but I did it because you know I enjoyed it and I just loved the Pro Tour. I loved, you know, I wanted. To, that's why I was always trying to, you know, I was always trying to make gold, make platinum, which were the how the system worked back then. And uh, and yeah, and it's just like. To have like uh since you know naturally I didn't have as good a year the following year and and then that's the year after that year is when they took the basically the same players who were in my situation a year prior and they put all of those players into the MPL and then they got a bunch of like you know like life changing money and because like I mean a lot of those players they you know they made a lot of them made like over six figures which is you know like that's like I'm like my my my, my, decent, my decent entire wage, my entire yeah. magic career like uh, like my my winnings is like in the low six figures um so so yeah it was like a huge you know I mean I was super happy for everyone that was there just because you know a lot of them are my friends and I'm happy that like finally like the players were getting that opportunity but I just felt that like you know it's like it, it, I just feel like the implementation of it um was pretty poor. And I feel, and and also like, it's also what they took away in order to 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 roll it out when they did, because they had they had just like basically two months before the MPL was announced, they announced that like the the, the following year was gonna be like the biggest year ever. They were gonna have six pro tours. They even had like shirts with like all the destinations and everything. Like everyone was super excited. And then two months later, they're just like, yeah, we're not doing that. We're doing this instead. And they basically just went from, like, giving us six Pro Tours to, like, all right, the top 32 players in the world all get, like, you know, you know, all like, all this. Like, they become professionals. They sign these contracts. And, like, they get to play in all these high equity tournaments. And then the rest of us were kind of just, like, you know, like, what's going yeah. on, you know? 
it's it's like there was a because previously pro magic was like it's very meritocratic right anyone who wants to grind mm. you can work your way up mm -hmm. and you can it's it's a very clear system like this is how you get to a certain level yeah this you do this you get there yeah and then it becomes now it becomes a box like oh arbitrary it's more arbitrary now the x players are in this box and if you're not in this box you have nothing yeah like, i mean that's what it, it kind of went from yeah you know and that's what if that's exactly what it felt like so because like you know like i just felt like if like I, I even told people this like hey just imagine if they didn't get rid of the six pro tours right but they announced they announced like at the end of the year hey y'all like you know this next year is gonna be like you know like the year to like you know, like you want to be playing competitive because at the end of the year, we're going to be awarding these contracts to like a league that that's going to be formed, like you know, the Magic Pro League. And basically, like they could have just spent an entire people will be hyped. They could have spent an that. entire year yeah. hyping it up. All the tournaments, like I just feel like the tournaments would have been crazy. Like everyone would have been trying, like you know, like it's different when like you know you go into the like you know I went into 2018 like. Yeah, I can't play much or whatever. Like I gotta, you know. Whereas, like, if I knew that that at the end of the year there was an MPL contract waiting for like the top, you know, thirty-something players, I know I would have certainly given, you know, much more of an effort to try and, you know, achieve something like that. So, you know, I just it just felt like I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way that like I felt like I didn't really like, even though like theoretically I did have, you know, a chance to get you know, one of those slots if I had done better in that year. It's like different when like you know you're playing for it and not, you know? So I just and I and, and I just felt like uh it wouldn't have been received with like you know in such a negative way as it was if they had done it like, you know, in a way that I that that I you know like that I how I said, like if they just like did the whole like they basically like twenty nineteen would have just been a year of promotion effectively mm -hmm. and like i just feel like it would have been really cool like you know imagine like the last pro tour of the year you know like there's a there's a few slots left to be decided for the mpl and like all those matches like the coverage like it'd be crazy you know but you mm -hmm. know it didn't happen that way and then of course like shortly after the beginning of 2020 like the pandemic happened and then that you know now like magic and you know obviously the world as well but you know magic as well just changed completely and everything was online and i remember at first like i was uh actually really like i liked playing um the because uh, they had like at the begin the very beginning like i'm talking like maybe like april so like we're like second like second month of the a pandemic April 2020 yeah like yeah, i remember yeah. they were having like these like online magic grand prix that channel fireball would run and like they would they would give invites to like the online players tour that they were gonna have that they were planning for etc and i knew back then they were doing it like kind of like like they weren't really committing to anything long term because since they didn't know what was going to happen like i guess they wanted to be ready if they could go back to like live like sooner then they wanted to be ready to like pivot to that or whatever but yeah just you know like i know like the those online tournaments didn't last too long and i just you know i just didn't really feel very invested in like the system they had with like the rivals league and the mpl just because i also felt that like it was like those leagues were structured in such a way like you know since the whole point was you know magic players uh being you know professionals like they they just created the system so that it would be like really hard for for those players to kind of fall out and it made sense it made so like that's where they created the rivals league after like for the first year of mpl and that that ended up being like the safety net for the mpl players but then what happened was that they kind of did the same for the rivals league they also made the rivals league really hard to like fall out of which I just felt left so, it just left so few opportunities for like, you know, the challengers, which was everyone else basically. So like basically like right. you, you have like thousands of people all over the world competing for like 12 slots or something or whatever it was to like get it. And that's just to get into rivals, you know? So mm -hmm. it was like, I don't know. It just like, 
it just didn't really feel I don't know it just didn't really feel worth it to me to like invest like so much time and an energy into like a system like that so I just was very I just wasn't really playing much magic at that time and you know like I didn't even really know like when the events were happening I didn't know like who like who was doing well like every now and then I would see like a tweet from like one of my friends like like winning something and you know I saw a couple of events here and there like I remember when Javier won uh I think it was uh, a mythic championship on arena with like a gruel deck and I was I was super excited about that and but yeah like even you know even even some of the players who were on the inside like in the MPL and stuff even them like you know like even even they weren't fully happy with yeah them, you yeah. know they were just kind of like I don't know they were like clicking buttons and getting their check at the end of the day basically so I don't know mm. but yeah like I wasn't you know super invested in that so uh, you know I decided like uh, uh, to just to try to like play some more poker and that's when like in 2021 uh, like one of my first like 2021 was when I had like one of my first trips like post pandemic, which was uh I went to Las Vegas for the summer played a cup played a series out there uh and had a good time and then came back later that fall for like the World Series of Poker which was the first time they had brought it back and yeah it was like uh you know uh I mentioned this before but. Uh, especially to, to, you know, to other Magic players about how, especially, like, at the World Series for me, like, like, for Magic players who don't know, like, the World Series of Poker is basically, you know, this giant, uh, this giant festival of poker tournaments, um, with, like, varying, you know, buy-in levels and stuff, and it happens over the course of seven weeks. Normally, it's in the summer, but in 2021, they had it in the fall for the, for the only time, and that was, you know, due to the pandemic. But yeah, like it, it just basically feels like you know you're at a Magic Fest or a Grand Prix or whatnot. It's just like a, it's like you're at one of those tournaments every day. Thousands of players, like all playing poker, all playing like you know different side events and stuff, and you know they're all there like doing the same thing. And 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 that was like uh, you know at the time like there weren't any Magic tournaments like that, you know, because the pandemic was you know because of the pandemic. So it was like a way to kind of. It was like another. It was another like thing that attracted me to, to the World Series. Just getting that like same feel for like uh, you know, competing at like these big tournaments again, but this time in a different you know different venue or different uh, arena, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it just felt like uh, GPs firing for seven weeks or maybe yeah, even man, PTs it's, firing. It's, right? it's crazy, honestly. Like. Because, I mean, I remember back then, like, all these GPs I went to, and, you know, when the weekend's over, like, you know, I'm just like, man, like, when's the next GP? Like, when, when do I get to go to, like, uh, you know, to back to Europe or back to Japan or back to the West Coast, you know, whatever. So, so yeah, I just, uh, you know, I definitely missed that. And then 2022, I'd say, was more the same. Like, uh, just, like, played poker and, like, you know, going back to the World Series there. And then now we get to 2023, and and that's when, like, you know, when they announced that, like, you know, like, I think it was at the end of 2022, if I'm not mistaken, where, like, Huey Jensen was, like, uh, appointed, like, uh, the lead of, uh, like, organized play. And Huey's some, someone who I have a lot of respect for. Uh, you know, he's a world champion, pro tour champion. Like, he's he's been... He, you know, he was part of the era that was before me with, like, Kai and all those guys. So he, he's pretty much, like, been a part of the Pro Tour pretty much, like, in its, its, its entire existence. So I knew having someone like that, that, like, it, it gave me a sense of optimism for, like, the tournaments to come. And, you know, when I saw that, like, they were bring, they brought the Pro Tour back, and I was just like, okay, that's cool, you know. I'm, you know, like, they brought back the name and everything. And the first one so happened to be in Philadelphia. And, you know, I live in New York City, so I'm not too far from there. So I was just like, okay, like, I'm going to, I'm going to go to, you know, I can go to Philly. Like, I see, like, I saw they were having, like, direct PTQs to the Pro Tour, which was cool. Since, like, 
the 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 RC structure is one that I haven't liked too much. Like especially the way it's set up here in the U.S. Just because, uh, you know, to my knowledge, like all the regionals are 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 locked to like the cities that they're in effectively, or like at least the general area, which is Atlanta, Dallas, and Southern California. And none of those places are in New York. <laughs> like none of those are near New York. Mm-hmm. So that was already like I kind of when like those events started up. I wasn't too excited to play in them, although I like I played the regional in Atlanta at the end of 2022. That was like my first tournament, like you know, playing Magic again, and that was uh, like at a big my first big tournament back, uh, where like I managed to grind into the RC, but then I like had a bad like day one showing. But yeah, I was like, all right, let's go, let's go to Philly. We can play the PTQ. I'll see like some old friends, you know, some friends I hadn't seen since before the pandemic, like my, like my foreign friends who were flying into the States for the first time again. And yeah, it was just, it was, it was amazing. Like I, I just walk into the hall um, and I just like, I see the players competing. I see like the, the rail, you know, I see the lights and, and everything like the cameras. And I was just like, you know, the, the feature match area. And it just, it just, you know, it just, everything, in that moment just all came back to me like all the feelings i've had like walking into a pro tour hall like uh all those years ago and and it was just like wow like i need to i need to qualify again <laughs> like that was that was literally like that's just what i felt like when i walked in and and yeah like i you know it was cool to be there uh um I uh, I ended up not doing well in the PTQs, but you know I just left I left thinking to myself like yeah I I I gotta you know I gotta try to I gotta try to get back so that's when I like decided to like shortly after that I I booked the trip to Italy to uh to go like have like my first outside of the United States vacation and that's when I went to uh. That's like kind of like how my road back to the Pro Tour really started, like where I, you know, ended up qualifying for the next RC over there, then came back to the States, went to the next Pro Tour in Minneapolis, lost in the PTQs there, but, you know, because I decided like I would, you know, I was just going to try to queue however I could. So, so uh, you know, I booked a trip to Minneapolis, saw my friends there again, saw Nathan win, which was awesome. Um and uh and yeah you know just you know fell short it's all good went to athens and i feel like athens was like a big this was uh june now of this year and i thought that was like a big turning point because that was like that's when i was uh kind of back like in a testing house environment again so like i like i i went to i went to barcelona ironically enough like uh right before Athens we, we we met up in Barcelona because our team was mostly comprised of players from Spain so we all met up in in Barcelona we stayed with our friend Javier who he hosted us he helped test with us and and yeah from there you know we went to Athens and and yeah just uh you know it was like uh I don't know it was I, like I felt I felt good about the weekend you know, having like you know played games, tested, been in that, been in that like same like environment I was used to again, and yeah, just I ran very good. I I was able I was able to to make top 16 and get the Barcelona invite, and then that's how we ended up in Barcelona. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was just a crazy ride, you know, going from you know going from uh, you know just like you know, all right, let's see, let's see if, if we can, let's see how we feel about, like, going to a tournament again, and then just being like, all right, let's go, and, and yeah, here we are. The, the fire came back, the grind fully came back, and, uh, it sounds like it, it's, even playing something like the World Series is still no comparison to just being, at a magic pt right at least for you that's what it sounds like no yeah absolutely because especially like after 
after Athens, so after I qualified, and I was, like, super happy, like, I even won, I won 2k for that as well, for that uh, top 16, and I, when I found out, I was like, I didn't even know, that's another thing, like, I, I didn't even look at the prize pool, like, I knew that, like, the winner got 10k, but I didn't know anything past that, so, like, when I saw I got 2k, I was like, oh, that's nice, especially because I was about to go to the World Series, and, you know, flying to Europe in, 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 in the summer is very expensive, so... You know, it was like a nice little boost to like the role, and you know, I like pretty much like one day after Athens, just go go straight to Vegas. Uh, like sorry, like a day after getting back from Athens, I go straight to Vegas, and I was just there for like three weeks, just playing a bunch of tournaments. Did not go well, <laughs> lost a lot, but you know, I even got to I played in the main event again, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, like. It, those three weeks uh, of poker it was good it like and you know I, I enjoyed it a lot and it was nice to I feel like I feel like because uh, I was funny I was actually thinking about this post Barcelona as well because because basically like I didn't get to test that much for Barcelona you know since I was in Vegas and playing super long days like every day it's, it's, it was it was hard for me to like you know have the mental energy to you know try and like put in good testing when you know and I was when I've basically like in you know in poker mode the whole time. You're you're all drained from a whole day of poker. Yeah, yeah. yeah so and it's like you know it's not just one day either. It's like since it's, it's like you know over the course of three weeks, like I played how many I don't know like fifteen plus tournaments or something. So so yeah, I just you know when I got back. I was in New York for a week, and I was just, uh, that's like, I was testing, that's when I finally got to really, like, alright, learn modern, learn the draft format, test online for, like, a week straight, and then, like, go to the house in Spain, and, uh, and then test with the guys in person there, so, uh, but yeah, like, uh, you know, I've, like, thought about, like, you know, the difference, like, playing, playing like on the on, on the big stage and poker and playing on the big stage and magic and like honestly like I feel like uh I haven't had like the, like I'm sure like having a deep run in like a major poker tournament is probably similar to like you know going deep into like a like a PT like you know making a PT top 8 or something um and you know I've had I've had like final tables online for poker but not so much not like I haven't had any big ones live so I'm still waiting for something like that but yeah like nothing really compares to the pro tour for me honestly like it's just uh I don't know it's just like this unique experience for me where I mean even though you know I've, I've played in so many like I just I just get excited every time and uh it, it like I tell people I always look forward to you know that first draft of the day like opening that first pack and like you know, just like, like, like for me, like, you know, that's like when the Pro Tour starts, I mean, literally is when the Pro Tour starts, but, you know, it's just like, I don't know, it's just like a special, like, it's just something special that I, I just, I just love a lot, so, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm happy I get to play in more, and, uh, I look for, I look very much look forward to, you know, trying to, you know, end up holding the trophy at the end of the weekend, so, are you still kind of just balancing magic and poker going forward? Yeah. Like you still you'll still play World Series or larger poker events. No, and... yeah, so I was actually going to say uh so I was going to mention earlier like yeah, like like cuz having come back from you know from from Barcelona like the thought did enter my mind like oh like you know, now I got Worlds coming up and it's the biggest tournament of the year um like should I just be like testing as much as possible like pretty much like you know like all my weekends and all, all like my free time after work and stuff like just like try and like you know test as much as I can and like put it in infinite hours and I was just and I thought to myself like no like 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 here I am basically like like I just came off my best result ever in magic and it came off the heels of like me like it came off the heels of like me like
playing very little magic and not saying that like you know because i mean i did i did prepare for the pro tour like i did you know I, you know i did like i did my my my, my testing like like before i left and we tested in, in person and honestly like testing in person is where I, I i feel like i like that was always like especially like back in the day uh with like the mint card teams that was always where i got like the most out of my testing in general because it's just that was the edge it was yeah okay. it was just not it just wasn't the same like testing online and then testing uh and then you know and then like between testing online and testing in paper i feel like was huge and also like uh something javier told me as well was that like you know like especially like for uh like basically like if he has a tournament that's on arena most of his testing will be on Arena. If he has a tournament that's Magical Line, most of his testing will be Magical Line. And ideally, if you have a tournament in paper... Got, it should match. Yeah, right? yeah, because yeah. it's like it's different like when you, you know, you test like you test something online and then like for your first game to be in paper like at the event itself, like it's just not going to be the same. Like you're just going to make mistakes that you probably wouldn't have made otherwise, you know, if you were like... If you were practicing in, in paper so like that 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 was like huge for me like you know like getting to do the drafts that we did at the house like i didn't do many i did like three or four i think uh and obviously did more online but but like getting those like those handful of drafts like in person like we had it like timed and everything uh because simon nielsen has a great like uh call draft video on youtube which was cool so we use that all the time um but yeah like it was just uh I just felt like it's uh it's definitely um where where like you don't have to overdo it, yeah. you have to do it in a smart way, like a deliberate way, right? Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, no. So like that's why like uh like this past weekend, like I took a break, I like went and visited some friends out of town and you know, I played a little poker and yeah, like, you know, I'm like I just wanna try to balance that, like like basically like definitely like, you know, put in the work and and like get and prepare for the event and do the best I can but like also like uh not have everything be about like oh I just gotta you know gotta test as much as possible or I gotta play every tournament or whatever like now I just uh I, I definitely uh I feel like like if I can just like be like in you know a good mindset where like I'm relaxed and I can just kind of enjoy myself and you know try my best like i just feel like that will enable me to you know play like to the best of my abilities and and i feel like that was why like i mm -hmm. i i was able to kind of just you know kind of go through the weekend just not really feeling much pressure at all to like do well or anything or or win or you know i just just didn't feel any of it honestly and it was it was huge mm -hmm. you know so like even going to the top eight i felt the same way i did before day one like you know like before like round one started of uh or right before the draft started like i just i just felt good i just i was just happy and i was just ready to play basically so so yeah mm -hmm. just you know hopefully i can get better at that as the you know as the time goes on and you know as the tournaments come up and you know if i if i don't do well like i know you know it'll be disappointing but like at the same time like i'm you know it's it's all good you know i'm just uh i'll just play as many tournaments as i can until you know until you know until i can i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh, it, it's great to hear that stuff i mean i i feel like you figured something out it's kind of like a different variation of what we said about letting the chips fall where they may like just um or i like to sometimes call it as like the paradox of magic where Sometimes if you're trying too hard, you ironically don't get the results that you're looking for or your expectations change in a way that may be unhealthy and hence yeah. it's harder to process the effects. But if you don't make your life 100% all about magic, um, sometimes you actually get better outcomes. Sometimes I'm not saying. No, yeah, yeah. No, like, formula. I mean, yeah, it's not like, uh, oh, yeah, like do this and like. It's not like A gonna... then B, right? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, like, I feel like everyone, you know, also like everyone goes at their own pace and everyone knows kind of like what they can handle, what they can't handle. And, uh, you know, they did like, you know, getting in the right mindset is like something that like, you know, it's going to be different for, for most people. So, 
you know, that's what's been working for me. And uh, it's, you know, that's why, like, even, like, when people were talking about, like, like another thing, it's like I had a lot of people tell, like, oh, yeah, you just need to win this many more or you need to win, you know, like, I just... Like, I just, like, never, like, that's just, like, not in my mind, basically. Like, I don't, I don't really think about that stuff until, like, it literally, like, all right, you know, like, you don't have to think about it here or whatever. Like, I just, like, I just, like, when, when, you know, when it all comes down to just, like, having to play and, like, win, then, like, I just don't really think about, like, how many wins I need. I just try to, like, just take it round by round and then reassess after that and, you know, and just, just keep it going. So, yeah. Hey, that sounds like the the healthy way to do it. So, Calc, it was really nice to talk to you today and just kind of get, like, just learn about the new Calc. Really, like, yeah. the, I feel like you've evolved so much over the last couple of years. You learn more about yourself. Most importantly, mm-hmm. um, it's just such a pleasure talking to you. And I, I just want to say, as a closing remark, like, I just wish you all the best. And I feel like you've got. A healthy mindset heading into the future so whatever you do magic poker otherwise i i have no doubt that you're going to be you're going to be able to handle it well so yeah. thank you no thank th- thanks a lot as well i appreciate you know appreciate the kind words and thanks for having me here and yeah you know and just uh i look forward to the future and and you know keep trying my best so yeah and then maybe you know it'd be nice to maybe we can you know you know chat again in the future as well another humans of magic so yeah thanks again thank you for listening to humans of magic you've made it to the end thanks so much you're awesome if you'd like to support the show there are two ways to do so the first way is the most powerful tell a friend tell them to check out humans of magic i'd love it if you could spread the word the second way is to join the Humans of Magic Patreon at patreon.com slash humansofmagic. Patreon is the best way to directly support the show from a financial perspective. For as little as $2 a month, you can support me and join the Discord. It gives me the power to keep cranking out new episodes with your favorite magic people. If you want to go the $5 support route, you'll get a digital copy of the Humans of Magic book. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you, as always, making it all the way to the end, and we'll see you next time.